It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba on AM560, The Answer. Oh, yeah, it's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne, wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hi, I'm Alex, and you, well, you're right where you're supposed to be. You're listening to America's number one health news and science show. Our adventure guide, he is ready. He is the voice of integrated preventive health care in our nation today. He's the clinical director of our West Dundee offices. His story will show he is a man before his time, a real trailblazer. My friend, my partner, and my favorite radio boss, here's our host, Dr. David Kolbaba. Hey, Dr. K. You doing, Alex? How are you doing? And Tomas. <laughs> well, it's another edition of HealthQuest Radio, Chicagoland's longest running health news and science show with me, Dr. David Kolbaba. Tomas is holding on the other mic over there. Yes, this is true. And it's going to be a great show today because, well, we've got some leftovers, but I've got also a question to uh, to start a discussion with today a little bit. You may think you've got the answer down already because, well, just I'll pose the question. Why is it in this country that, well, that we are overusing and abusing, I'll bet you can fill in the, uh, the blank. Why do you think that in this country it is so pervasive that we are overusing and abusing medication? Why is it? How is it that that has happened? You see, the thought in most of our minds, those of us taxpayers who are law-abiding citizens, right, we're always thinking about the, uh, the drug dealer on the corner, the illicit drugs. Prohibition, one would have had to argue that same thing regarding um, alcohol and the way the government just snatched it out from under us and deemed it illegal. Now, there were the goody-two-shoes that thought it was a good idea because of the knowledge of so many of these things that can turn dark, can turn negative, can turn into addictions. And I think the well-meaning of us would say, or would at least suggest, that we need to uh, do for others what they cannot do for themselves. So the fact that you can't control that habit that now has become an addiction, well, we're going to take it from you. The powers that be think they know more about us than we do ourselves. I find it unsettling in my soul when I think that the mayor of a major city in this country thinks that he can supervise and limit the use and the consumption of a soft drink in that 
He would love to have it be at least in his city, perhaps state of New York, that you couldn't order and drink a big drink, the Whopper drink, whatever they call that supersized drink, whatever that is. You see, because you can't be trusted with the terrible sugar load that is upon you. Now, last week, the title of our show was Taking the Dye Out of Diabetes. The week before that, we were talking about some, well, when procrastination actually pays off when it comes to health. You can actually procrastinate and be healthier for it and be less healthy if you did not procrastinate. Meaning, what would be the advantage of procrastinating when it means to being healthier, maybe living longer? So you have to get a copy of that show, won't you? I'm sure you might consider yourself a uh, procrastinator, you know. (laughs) So you got to listen. If you ever procrastinated, get that show when procrastination pays off. And a couple weeks ago, we also were talking about a, well, some common complaints that I hear when a person decides they're going to get healthy. You know, there's a, there's, there are pitfalls to that. There's downfalls to getting healthy. And today I'd like to continue that list. But let's go back to New York, where a mayor thinks he knows more about you controlling what goes into your mouth. In other words, you don't get a choice there. If the legislature, I mean, tell you what, just in this last week, because this show is live, of course, just this last week, um, the powers that be passed in the same state of New York that you could no longer use an exemption of religious freedom when it came to administering vaccines for your kids. Now, I get that question a lot, like, Dr. K, what do you think about the vaccines. What are your thoughts about the flu shot? And I dance around it a bit because I do believe in science. And I also believe that science holds a place. But I also believe that science in many times in the past and continues to be mistaken. But I don't like it when we tend to want to give choice to people to kill an innocent baby in the womb, regardless of the calendar flip as to how old the baby is as it's developing in the womb. See, we don't even call it a baby until it can prove itself. And then even when it could prove itself by demonstrating a heartbeat and limbs and appendages, that even then, for some, it's not convincing enough to define it as a baby. And I figure if we're giving ourselves choices, choices to kill, and we're not given choices to order the big Slurpee, go figure. You want to think for a moment how upside down we are? And I'm thinking about the overuse and abuse of drugs. And we as patients are culpable in that. Now, maybe not at the beginning, You know, every alcoholic consumed his or her first drink, right? Somebody introduced them to that first beer. Somebody introduced that smoker to the first cigarette. Somebody put their first dime in the the slot machine. 
And some of us who are even addicted to TV watched our first programs many decades ago. And then there are the white-collared types of addictions that most of us don't even term addictions because we just do it with some kind of repetition. Like, let's say, eating. How's that? Try that one on for size. With over 70% of our population being overweight to some degree or another. So how is it that we have come to overuse and abuse drugs as patients? Now, once we were put on a drug, and if you've seen the commercials on TV where they mention that it only takes about four days to be on an opiate before you become dependent, and another four or five days after that before you become addicted, and you didn't get that drug from the corner gang member, or drug dealer, you got it at the Walgreens or the CVS in the convenient drive-up window by your certified licensed pharmacist. And then when I think about the overuse and abuse of drugs by patients, I have to then switch to some degree, don't you, and say, well, what about the overuse and abuse of drugs by doctors? And I, I, I want to pick your brain a little bit today because doctors are abusing drugs too, not only personally, just like the patients they treat, but I'm saying they're overusing those drugs. They're overprescribing those drugs and medications. And I believe, and I'm not into too much government control, but I am, I'm sickened by all the drug commercials I see on TV. And it's almost like, as I mentioned a few weeks ago, we're getting, well, we're getting a little numb to the side effects when they're read to us on the commercials because we're not, uh, we're not, we're not thinking about the sudden death and the bleeding of the brain and the, all these different things that are side effects of such things because we're too busy looking at the sexy people on the drugs on TV that all have wicked smiles on their faces and you think, hey, maybe drugs are for me. So I want you to give me a call. Give me some impressions that, that you may have regarding why you think we overuse and abuse drugs to the degree that we do. The number to call here, give you that number a little bit, 847-844-8444. That's 847-844-8444. It's our Health Coast Studio lines. Dr. David Kolbaba, natural health care practitioner, board certified clinical nutritionist with advanced degrees in clinical nutrition. And did you know this? Dr. Kolbaba is one of only nine doctors in a whole darn state of Illinois that has attained this level of education in clinical nutrition. He's one of America's original health coaches. He is a board certified addictions professional. He is the founder and show host of HealthQuest Radio. It's no mistake that you're listening to our show today. Please call our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Make this one phone call, one of the most important phone calls you'll ever make, for your sake. 800-794-1855. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest-running health, news, and science show with your host, Dr. David Kolbaba. So why don't you, 
Give us a call here at 847-844-8444. That's uh, 847 area code 844-8444. Okay, stay right here. This is Dr. David Kolbaba. You know, you can improve your health and keep it that way through progressive testing. The typical black box approach in this country of ours is nothing more, well, it's nothing more than letting you crash your body into some sickness or disease. And you're left searching the wreckage for that black box. And then after the fact, you're treated with risky drugs, surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation, leaving you more compromised by the treatment. With progressive testing, we can uncover an existing problem or weakness in your body even before you experience any sign or symptom. And then we'll take a more natural approach, specifically targeting the compromised organ or system, restoring your health once and for all. Over time, then we'll retest your body to verify your strategy is working. Call our HealthQuest radio hotline and tell us about a specific health concern and we'll let you know what specific progressive assessment is best for a healthier you. Call 1-800-794-1855. Remember, your road to better health doesn't have to be predicated on sickness or disease. 1-800-794-1855. Questions for Dr. Kolbaba? Our HealthQuest studio lines are open now. Just give us a call. 847-844-8444. That's 847-844-8444. All of our radio show podcasts are available in the iTunes store. Look under Adventures in Health. Download us on your iPod and take us with you. And thanks for tuning into our show today. What I want to know is, why is it that we're overusing and abusing drugs in this country? I'm talking about us patients and also us doctors. I know the answer might be obvious, but well, let's go to the phone lines. And we're talking to Diane from Chicago. Diane, what do you think it's all about here with uh, our drugs? We know they're harmful, but why do we do it? Why, are, why is the abuse happening? Well, one of the comments I wanted to make is literally probably 15 years ago, I wrote a letter, um, you know, the Prilosec commercial with the guy. And they don't say anything about changing your health habits or anything like that. It's take these drugs and you can control your cholesterol instead of, you know, adapting a healthy lifestyle or anything. Today, that commercial is still on with the same actor promoting the drug so he's promoting taking this drug your entire life instead of changing your habits getting healthy and then you don't even need the drugs you know it's that's what's crazy about a lot of these pills and a lot of the commercials you see on tv yeah and here's the deal on the prolosec uh the uh, proton pump inhibitor it they're in in their own little legalese at the end of the commercial where they're talking about it they warn that it shouldn't be used, Diane, but for a temporary amount of time. And one of the lines in that spot says that 10 years ago, my doctor put me onto this drug, which right. which I'm seeing, wait a second, in, in the one commercial, it says should only be used temporarily, but then the person's saying, yeah, 10 years ago, my doctor told me to use this drug, you know, like as if, wait. 10 years, that's not short course. That is not a short course of administration here. (laughs) Exactly. And the statins are bad for you in the the long run and everything like that. And it's it's just hilarious because it's the same after 
still promoting taking this to keep his cholesterol in check instead of, you know, you, you haven't seen the guy lose weight or anything on the commercial. It's the same guy. It's like, yes. you know, and, it, it's and, just funny. Well, and those same proton pump inhibiting drugs are related to Parkinson's uh, disease, too. And it's, oh. it's, you know, it's interesting that, see, we do this for that, and we're not really sure that what we're doing for this is going to cause that later. And I uh, Now, are you on any medication at this time, Diane? No, okay. I'm not on any medication. I keep, you know, I try and eat healthy. The only thing I take is that QNAL, CoQ10. Yes. I take that every day. Yes. Um, I don't know. I tried it once when I was in like a Costco, and, and it actually makes me feel better. So yes. I don't know. You know, I just figured it's something for the heart. Yep, it is. The heart, very important. QNAL, CoQ10. Our body makes a certain amount of CoQ10, but with the stresses that we're on involved in in this day and age, we just don't yes. seem to make enough. And so in that case, we need to supplement. And of course, CoQ10 is not a drug. But uh, thanks for, for checking in on our Health Quest Saturday morning. Appreciate it, Diane. Okay, See you. thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, the phone lines are open, 847-844-8444. That's 847-844-8444. What are your thoughts about the overuse and abuse of drugs in this country? I'm not trying to get on some kind of tirade because most of us who are taking drugs have been told that we need to take them. And still, there's a growing number of us that are not taking a drug that we were instructed to take because we have apprehensions uh, about taking such things that we know are dangerous and have heavy risks associated with them. And so I would say, in a sense, patience we're kind of culpable too because we get so needy and we become so unhealthy so quick that the... the treatment of choice is is getting worse as it relates to drugs because the amount of medications that we're using in this country are growing. I gave a statistic over the past few months now. The We in this country make up less than 5% of the world's population, yet we are using over 85% of the world's medication supply. Now get that. Less than 5% of the world's people, but we're using over 85% of the supply that could be used with all of the world. Now, what that really means in reverse is that you have 95% of the, the world's population is left with only 15% of the world's supply of medication. So you'd say, oh, that's really bad. You Americans are really bad. You, that is really terrible. Only 15% leftover medication for the 95% of the world's population. You Americans, you, you guys are so stingy. But yet, why is it that 30 other countries in their population, they're living longer in their country with less medication than we in this country who are using 85% of the world's supply of medication. Do you get that? See, this is where I don't understand what I see, what I observe. Why is it that with our medication in this country with well-meaning doctors, well-meaning patients alike, and well-meaning pharmaceutical companies and the drugstores that are popping up everywhere, why is it that more and more drugs, medications are being used in this country, but we still land... 31st place, meaning people in 30 other countries are living longer with us than we are here, and they're utilizing less medication. Now, I say this. If they're using less medication in other countries, uh, you know, other, you know, 30, at least 30 other countries that are more lived long than we are, if they're using less drugs, what the heck are they doing in those countries? Because they're doing something that's working in that they're living longer. 
And then you might say, retrospectively speaking, that those of us in this country that are apt to use more and more medication and become more dependent, and some of us addicted to those medications, that we're not as long-lived, that we're getting sicker sooner, and we're using the drugs. And if you, if you have an ounce of intelligence, then you've heard in the news over the last decade or two with the overuse of penicillin and all these other antibiotics that when they were used at the time they were used, we would hope that they were responsibly prescribed by a certified doctor and not the corner you know, drug dealer, that each of these drugs, these antibiotics were given appropriately. And yet in that appropriate usage of that antibiotic, we have megabugs now that are replicating and they have mutated because you see, they regenerate quicker than we do. We what? 30, 30, 30. We got what? 70, 80 years on the planet before we spawn our offspring? Well, these bugs, they replicate every four or five weeks. So what they did, they went back to the drawing board when we were giving them all the antibiotics, and we overused the antibiotics without even saying that we really overused them, right? Each of them were appropriately prescribed. But yet then the bugs ramped up and amped up. They went back to the drawing board. They mutated so that they are doing an end-round play on the antibiotics, rendering these antibiotics useless for these megabugs like MRSA and uh, 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 C. diff, as, as you know. Thousands of people die of the effect of these big bugs that do not listen to these antibiotics. So you have to say, wait a second, in good faith we're using these medications. In good faith we were using these pharmaceuticals. And I read an article not too long ago, a few months ago, saying that we're, we're getting low. We're getting low in the levels of drugs in this country. And I'm thinking, low? We use 85% of the world's supply. What are you going for? 90%? No, no, no. Because I'm sure, you see, I'm sure if I know better, I know what's going to happen. The pharmaceutical industry is growing. Why could that be foretell? Because they know what's in the upline. They know what's in the upline, that more and more people like you and me, if we're not careful, we're going to be more susceptible to these conditions and diseases that no longer have any other way of treating but by way of some form of medication. And my thought is, even if the medication, by golly gee whiz, even if the medication has any influence, has any uplift, any advantage, what is going to happen is that with that medication, as you know, will be many, many side effects that you'll have to decide for yourself if that medication is worth using. Now, when we come back, what are some of the complaints of a healthy person? You wonder what I go through every day? dealing with people that have become healthy and what that's like having to sell your cow that's one of the side effects of becoming healthy and why food costs go up for healthy people too all this and more keep it right here it's HealthQuest radio it's dr david kolbaba
Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need Clear Saline Nasal Spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone, making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands, why would you just rinse your nose? Clear Saline Nasal Spray with Xylitol. Available at Walmart, CVS, Whole Foods, Rite Aid, and everywhere else. Or clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Now go wash your nose. Well, I'm sure you're consuming your 5 to 13 recommended servings of fruits and vegetables every day, right? But if you're not, try Dr. K's Super VitaQuest because it provides a proprietary concentrated blend of those important phytonutrient-rich plant extracts. Maybe it's time to go beyond the basics because our Super VitaQuest has been scientifically tested for its biological activity potential. And, well, it helps protect our cells from those damaging free radicals maintaining DNA stability. It's the Smart Multi, uniquely designed to nourish, defend, and recharge every cell in our bodies. Super VitaQuest is further enhanced with quality vitamins and minerals and, and many other superior phytonutrients like resveratrol, lutein, zeaxanthin, and lycopene. So go beyond the basics. Try Dr. K's Super VitaQuest today. Order your first supply by calling 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. More HealthQuest coming right up. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Stifles, uh, um, Bob. Well, yeah. Bob, Robert or uh, well, Bob's probably, Bob's okay. Well, Bob, um, but because of your age, your history, uh, and your present condition, well, we're going to continue to watch this thing for j- just a little while well, and, and, and see how things pan out for you. I know you're kind of miserable, well, and that's why I'm going uh, to write you the, this little prescription medication for you here well, to help keep you comfortable and, and, and help manage your present condition. Well, I've read that with this condition, surgery might help. You're right about that. But but you see, with you being 56 years old now, you're you're not in the best of, of shape, you know. Well, if you're only 54 years old, well, well then, we, then we could. If surgery would help, wouldn't it be an option for me? Fact is, Bob, a, a surgery at this time is, it, it's not an option for you in, in, the, in this case. Why, doctor? Well, because it's not authorized, Bob? But I thought I was covered. Well, you're covered. I mean, that's for sure. I mean, you're a little too old and uh, kind of sort of like the, the expiration date on a, on a food label. That's scary. No, here's another option for you, Bob. You can use your own resources if you if you have them. It's quite costly, to, to be sure. Uh, do you have some money uh, put aside there, do you, Bob? Well, I don't have much in the bank, uh, although I could sell my house. Yes, we could rent. I was going to retire, but I guess I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Interesting, isn't it? Just you think about what are the options. If we're not going to 
take better care of ourselves, then we're going to find that uh, the insurance industry is kind of uh, going way by the wayside, thinking that we can maybe medicate you before we're going to do a surgery on you. How about that? And the procedures that we once thought we would get with the oh, all the, the advances of science, well, we're going to become a participant in that when it really isn't happening because a lot of the technology is being placed in pharmaceuticals with all the side effects in tow. Now, the idea of having a good pharmaceutical isn't really that it not only does the job we want it to do, it's just that we want it to not have the side effects that go along with the pharmaceutical. But to see, we haven't seemed to be able to chase that demon down and kill it. So what we do is this. We come up with a pharmaceutical that has as little of the demons as possible, and then we try to give enough credence to the uh, percentages of you falling to some of those side effects, some of those side effects being deadly. So I choose to be healthy, don't you, without the medication, because you won't have to worry about the side effects of medication or even a dangerous surgical procedure or diagnostic procedure if you just were to get yourself healthy and then just stay healthy. Anyhow, here are some of the uh, complaints that I get, some common complaints of a healthy person. One, they say to me, you know those all-you-can-eat buffets? They're not worth the money. <laughs> That's because when you get healthy, you're not eating as much. You see? See, the people that want to pork out, those are the people who go to the 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 uh, the buffets, mm -hmm. the buffets. Yeah, we spend a little bit of money, eat a lot of food. Spend a little money, eat a lot of food. <laughs> As you get healthy, you don't do that, see? And so... Those all-you-can-eat buffets are a bust. You're not going to get your money's worth. And that's just the way it is. Can't take it home. Can't take it with you. you got to store it inside your body. Can you imagine what the uh, intestines look like when most of us Americans overeat the way we do? Because it's pretty pitiful. The stress we put on our, on our, our gut. And we wonder why so many diseases are related very specifically to our gut. And uh, I find that uh, very frightening because it's a choice that we make. Um, another side effect or common complaint that I hear from healthy people, they get angry because their insurance company does not pay for preventative care only when they get deadly sick. Yeah, that's a complaint too. See, when you're taking care of yourself and you're not using your insurance because... See, so you're not sick. You see, you're not taking ambulance rides. You're not getting diagnostic testing that's risky. And yet, at the same time, the insurance companies that have all those wonderful commercials, kind of like the drug companies do, you're in good hands with this, like a good neighbor, this is there. And then they have all these testimonials on the commercials during the sports, how this company was there for me when all, everything fell apart. And yet the same insurance companies will not pay for preventative care only when you get sick. That's kind of pitiful too. And when you think about these complaints, my question for you is, if you were to get yourself healthy, what's wrong with a little complaining? You know, think about it. Just a little complaining might do a whole heck of a lot.
as compared with uh, side effects of all these things. It's HealthQuest Radio. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. I've learned to think without arguing with myself. I'm just following my instincts. I just run with it. Yes or no? Are you chubby or fat around the belly? Triglyceride levels above 150? Blood sugar levels over 100? Is your top blood pressure number over 130? Your lower diastolic pressure above 85? HDLs under 40 for guys, under 50 for women. If you answered yes to three or more of these questions, then you're well underway to metabolic syndrome. Metabolitis, I call it. About 25% of us adults, according to the American Heart Association, poor nutrition that stems from unhealthy eating feeds into this terrible condition and leads to so many other health conditions. A healthy heart needs the support of a healthy diet and physical activity, but that's not enough. Natural herbs like black seed oil, cinnamon, fenugreek, and bitter melon have been traditionally used to support better metabolism of fats and sugars. And they all come together in one easy-to-use formula from our friends at Standard Process. It's called Metabol Complex, formulated by some of the top herbalists in the world. Get yours now by calling our HealthQuest radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Ask for Metabol Complex. Call 800-794-1855. And pretty much all my clothes are loose. All the belt, any of the belts that I have, they're pulled to the last notch. Like the pants I'm wearing now, normally with no belt, they'd stay up. Now they fall down. Keep your belt on. Hey, I know. It's like no, no. And I was teasing. I'm like, oh no, no. I want to show you. Keep your belt on. Yeah, I know. And it's- All right, so another complaint. When you get healthy, that's the kind of stuff I have to put up with. When you're getting healthy, maybe some of these complaints would be a complaint that you'd want to have or maybe share with some of our patients. Let's go back to the complaints. Another complaint is um, about selling your cow. Selling your cow? Yeah. Finding that red meat has become way too expensive. How can that be? When you get healthy, wouldn't it be the same price whether you're healthy or unhealthy and you're buying you're buying that red meat? <laughs> well, having to sell your cow has to do with all uh, Americans who tend to buy, buy a half a steer. And, and getting healthy, it's not about you cannot eat red meat. It's just that you're not going to eat as much. Because you come to understand that there are some health risks to eating an overabundance of red meat, as so many Americans do on a day-to-day basis. So that's a downfall. You have to sell the cow because it's going to get freezer burned. Okay. Here's another complaint for those who are getting healthy. Having to shop at more stores versus one stop-and-shop location. Why is that? Well, because it becomes more challenging to pick the best selection of foods that are worthy of you eating. I mean, you can generally go into a store, you're not going to buy a lot of the fresh foods anyhow because you're not healthy. But when you start eating healthy, you start looking for healthier foods. And not all stores are created equal. Many of them don't sell healthy foods. And you know what it's like if I said to you, especially if you're a a green-minded person where you love your vegetables... Where do you get your vegetables most of the time? Where is the store you would not think about getting vegetables sometimes? You see, not all stores have the same standard for 
getting high quality vegetables and so and other foods as well so having to shop at more stores well why don't you look at it this way you know in, in the history of man we used to hunt for food hunt and forage well just be thinking when you go to all these stores you're hunting and <laughs> you're hunting and foraging what's wrong with that another complaint we're talking about pitfalls of becoming healthy another pitfall people keep asking me if i'm sick People keep asking, are you sick? You know, I, I got to tell you, okay, I'm going to do a little micro rant here. How dare the typical American who sees a person who's thin? And I tell you what, I've, I've had my fair share of people, I've, I've overheard people saying this. You know, Bob, what do you weigh? What do you weigh? You look like, you look like stick, you look like, you are so, too, you look anorexic. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Your your skin and bones, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it that fat people, why those of us of girth, feel that we have an open season, conversationally speaking, on those that are healthier, that don't share the weight, that don't look heavy like the herd? Why is it that you feel you have license to go to that person who's healthy or becoming healthy? and ridicule them. It'd be like a skinny person saying, hey, Mel, is that lard or fat? What are you trying to do? Trying to impersonate a caboose? (laughs) Do you have elephant in your heredity? Like, no. See, Oprah taught us fat people aren't fat. They're just under lean. Wear black or stripes. Ignore the fact that you have weight issues. So the complaint... People keep asking me if I'm sick. It's because, can I say something? They don't know. Most of us in this country don't know what a healthy person looks like. We wouldn't know one if we saw one. And then when they see it, they ridicule it because you don't look like the rest. Another complaint, I never seem to be able to take a sick day because I don't get sick. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say figure out something else. How many people make excuses to get sick so they get out of work? That may say something about... The quality of work, you know, workmanship that you are as an employee. I don't know. And here's one I think is kind of unique, but I hear it with some frequency. I'm not having as much fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a person who's supposed to get healthy and they're saying, Hi, uh, I'm really not fun. <laughs> I'm not fun at parties like I used to be. Yeah, I used to be the bell at the ball, you know. I'm not having as much fun at parties as they typically, you know, were in the past. Well, that's because what healthy people do, they discover the garbagey food that they're being served at these parties, and they're left without eating food that they choose not to eat because it's garbage food. Oh, if only calories were healthy for us to eat in excess amounts of, huh? If only calories were good for us, we'd all be breaking records. Instead, we're breaking the scale. But I got a remedy for you. Bring some of your own food to share. And you'll find more times than none that the food you bring to the party will be out like you can't believe. You see, because people are going to sniff out that yours is homemade. See, people are going to sniff out that your, that your dish, what you brought, was made with loving care. And, and, and that's the way it's going to go because people instinctually know what you're doing. 
Stay right here. We come back, we're going to cover more of these complaints. Why getting healthy might add to the conflicts with your spouse and why maybe your clothes won't fit anymore either. Keep it right here. Hi, this is Dr. David Kolbaba. Glad you're here with us today. HealthQuest Radio is Chicagoland's longest-running health news and science program. I've been an integrated healthcare practitioner for over 33 years now. And if you've been wondering what it's like to be a patient in our HealthQuest offices, well, take a look at our website. Go to healthquestradio.com under Testimonials and Tales of Wonder, right on the homepage, where you'll find many encouraging stories of success straight from our patient's mouth. Would you like to be done with those migraine headaches? Get your insulin under control, feel more energetic, maybe having better sex, get that libido in gear again, discover why you eat for every emotion, and then get it under control. On medication and want to be off of it, whatever health challenges you the most, you can schedule your new patient consult with me just by calling our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. We'll be back with more HealthQuest right after this. It's, uh, it is what it is. We're taking your complaints. The pitfalls of becoming healthy. People who get healthy, they tend to eat smaller portions, and uh, and so they complain about that. <laughs> I used to be able to eat a whole pizza. Had one the other day. Barely got through the first piece, maybe half the second. I was full as can be. Dang, I don't like that. <laughs> you know, because people love to eat with, with other people. But the way I look at it, You've got leftovers for the next day. How about that? So that's a good one, right? Here's a lonely one for people that get healthy. Well, 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 there's two dark ones here. One is that healthy living leads to you outliving your friends and relatives. And so you'll probably be going to more funerals. Another real sad one. I don't get invited to some events anymore, right? (laughs) They don't invite me anymore. (laughs) People don't get invited to some of those events, like those beer crawls. Yeah, remember those days? You'd like to call them the good old days, but they're not so much. Maybe the drinking parties. You know, those unlimited alcohol ocean cruises that that they offer. (laughs) Ah, Isn't that something? Won't be invited to things like that anymore. Finding that some of your friends are drifting farther away. 
But you find that new friends are drifting closer because you don't run with the crowd anymore. Because, see, your frame of reference has changed. Now, maybe going through a couple of these today, maybe you related to some of them. Maybe you're totally clueless saying, I can't relate to any of them. I mean, I eat like a pig. I go on those cruises, and I haven't been to any funerals. And I love going to buffets. <laughs> and I do get my money's worth. And my favorite clothes fit me just fine in that extra, extra, extra size of mine. But maybe you want to make a change. So I want to leave this invitation open for you. We always say on the show, and I truly believe it, that's why we say it, that it's no mistake that you've tuned into our show today. And it means that there was a reason why you heard something, and you did. Tomas, a couple of days ago, was in hospital working where he is employed, and and a, a woman that was soon to get an abortion chose not to, and she was asking him questions as to why she shouldn't. And he supported her in that conversation as brief as it was, and it was awesome to see what happened. As I told him, who knows what crossroads she was at that day and saved a life. And I'm all about saving lives one day at a time. And it might be that saving your life doesn't mean you're not going to die someday, but that in effect will save the quality of your life so that you can live longer. That's what I want for me. The HealthQuest radio hotline number to call. We can help you. Maybe help you get healthy and get off those medications we were talking about earlier. Maybe step out of a disease and become free of it once and for all. That's what we see. No oversimplifying it. I'm just telling you what happens in our office. Get this number down, would you? Our HealthQuest radio hotline, 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. I want you to have a good weekend, but better yet, I want you to have a, a great, long-lived life. We'll see you next week. See you guys next week. Be blessed.